my daughter says, cousin Josh has a lot of brothers. And I said, yeah, his daddy is very prolific. And she says, what does that mean? I said, you know, he has a lot of baby mamas. And she says, well, what does baby mama mean? I mean, I say, well, this women that he has babies with, but he has no intention of staying with and having a relationship. And then she was like, oh, that's nasty. And I was like, yeah. And then I wonder for the hundredth time this week, am I really a good parent? You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Vicariously Merlin, where we will be covering episodes. Let me see. What was this? <laughs> I don't think I wrote it down. Uh, five and six of season two. I think that's right. I'm going to go with it. Um, Beauty and the Beast part one and two. We'll break them down by episode, or at least I'll go over my notes for each episode. The second had more saving grace than the first, because I'm going to drag the living shit out of that. However, there were some moments in part two that were nice, particularly around Arwen. However, overall, this two-parter was a dud and the the actor that was playing Jonas is so well known in so many things but never quite in the way he portrayed this role which was a cross between a reptile and a demon (laughs) and at other times a winged magical creature because he popped up out of like no fucking where So before we get into the notes of the episodes and a brief kind of recap summary, something new I am incorporating, I'm going to tell you what's coming up on the recording schedule this week. So we have Curse Episode 4, or I'm sorry, already on the wrong week, (laughs) Umbrella Academy episode six season two is coming tomorrow on Tuesday the 25th we have leftover season two episode five on the 27th we have cursed episode six on Friday the 28th 13 reasons why episode six and then on Saturday we have the Umbrella Academy episode seven of season two and then vicariously merlin episodes seven and eight so usually i get everything done by the end of the week so if you want to send feedback for any of those shows you could do that at blackoutcouch at gmail.com so let's get into this episode part one an ugly troll sets her sight on Uther Pendragon to become his queen because it comes with power and money and why not? As much as, you know, the the kingdom of Uther Pendragon is known to hate magic and we heard in a previous episode that there are other kingdoms that, you know, don't hate magic so much. Why do magical people like to roll up in Arthur Pendragon's kingdom? 
I mean, if not, there wouldn't be much shenanigans for Merlin to get up to. However, I do feel, <laughs> or maybe they're just like, this is our land. This our our uh, heritage is here. You must fall, sir, not I. I will not leave my home for my magic. So she decides to take a potion and make herself look pretty and like a friend or the daughter of a friend of Uther's Lady Katrina. She gives him a lot of white girl tears and she's desperate in need of safety. Uther jumps on his white horse and decides to save her. Merlin is initially charmed by the seemingly kind-hearted woman. I laughed when the troll's voice was unleashed and her face distorted as she blew her disgusting green breath around. The first time it was funny, the rest of the times it was just really disturbing. Merlin always being a servant for everybody else when someone comes to the the castle of Uther Pendragon. It's like, yeah, uh, you're actually Arthur's number one servant, but apparently you do everyone else's job too because only you and Gwen work here. Jonas is her co-conspirator, co-conspirator <laughs> in seducing Uther under her enchantress persona. Gaius is all types of suspect of this woman because apparently he used to treat her as a child and knows something is weird or up because he made her a tonic and then she didn't seem grateful uther definitely brought out the black suede coat for his romancing didn't he with that special meal to impress come on girl so Marlin then goes in her room to clean her sheets and it smells of raunch and Jonas popped out out of nowhere and said can I help you in that demonic voice I was born ready motherfucker I know I did not do it any justice but it was hysterical (laughs) and then twirls around all dramatically for no reason audibly revealing that he has a lizard tail to Merlin oh my god Merlin then goes to Gaius with his suspicions and considering Gaius too is suspicious why does he need to ask Merlin is he sure about him now being suspicious Uther reveals yeah I got a ward and a son but should be lonely look at that booty show me the booty give me the booty I want the booty back up the booty I need the booty I like the booty oh what a booty Arthur is a little charmed at his dad acting like a teenager and remarks that it isn't fast to Merlin because his dad is powerful and wealthy you're fucking fired Bob yeah because those are not qualifications that clearly indicate 
ain't saying she a gold digger But she ain't messing with no broke, broke Now I ain't saying she a gold digger But she ain't messing with no broke, broke As much progress as my man's be showing His blonde also be revealing itself Merlin must intervene So he goes to Arthur's room for us to have An unnecessary shot of Bradley's nude upper torso of course we needed to have a scene afterwards of bradley standing there with his shirt off because there is a two episode contract that we should see this of course he tries to warn arthur chick is a troll gaius and arthur or gaius and merlin figure out chick is a troll Gaius goes to Uther and is be like yo yo girl is a troll and Uther's like that's nonsense I love her she makes a necklace to wear that we see on Uther that he has never worn before and no one makes any comment on it and they announce that they're going to be married tomorrow tomorrow and then there's Gwen and Morgana just in the crowd like they're background characters and not two mains because this plot decided Morgana doesn't need to have emotions about how she feels about Uther getting married other than we're girls so it's also ever romantic y'all wrong for that absolutely and utterly wrong just in the same way that you barely allowed for Arthur to have a thought even though in this episode we see him bossing up on his daddy and i think it's because he didn't say anything last episode about his daddy killing all the druids so now when he feels something in some kind of way he's deciding to step up so i like that character train uh progression jonas and katrina yells so loud to each other in every room that they're in that i do not understand how no one discovered their plans but they realize that merlin has magic and since merlin just cannot somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me i ain't the sharpest tool in the shed falls completely for centra and jonas's trap and she ends up marrying uther while he is stuck then we move to episode 26 beauty and the beast part 2 written by ben vanstone directed by meeton hussein who worked on shameless and outlander oh i did not give my rating for last episode it was a 2.7 it was awful this episode i will give a 5 and I'm being that damn generous because there was some good Arwen and some great character development for Arthur. Uther is ready to get down to the sexual business with his new wifey, but she claims a family heirloom has been stolen and thus she cannot have sex with him until it is found. Merlin is set up as the fall guy, of course, and I love that Arthur immediately believes that he was framed even if he doesn't believe that katarina at this point is a troll he is not letting his boy go down for theft which is ridiculous so arthur tells him get the fuck up out of here and allows him to flee 
and a scene to show that Gwen is still a main character and has an actual friendship with Merlin she is talking to Gaius about how concerned she is about the fact that the Knights of Camelot are hunting him down so that they can murder him and considering this is exactly how she lost her father I can understand why she would be understandably uh that did not make sense those were two words that were the exact same understand and understandably but (laughs) she has ptsd about what could possibly happen to merlin and gaius is way too chill about the fact that he ain't merlin has not left camelot at all and gaius is all chill because he is hiding him in a what do you call that a barrel and then for an inordinate amount of time during this entire episode merlin watched the troll in a cabinet (laughs) being unhappy about being human getting pep talks by jonas uh then merlin himself gets pep talks by gaius arthur ain't feeling his new stepmama's policies about taxes uther shows up in her bedroom all creepy like and still in that black suede to get his punani that he was promised but she puts him out and that's it (laughs) gwen with a costume change is watching the knights of camelot strong arm this old man in the worst acting ever to be done in a scene when arthur strolls along because he just walks around unguarded because he's just that much of a badass around the streets of camelot but he's also a man of the people you know and he sees this happening he's like what the fuck he's like well you know this is the king's command he wants the tax money and the man's like this is the last of my dough i literally will starve and winter is coming so arthur's like let me see because for some reason i needed to fondle the money but it was just so the man can hand it over and he can give it to the other man and tells everybody else they shall have their money returned he tells the guards to do that and they're like but what about the king's orders what i love is the complaint earlier was that gwen or arthur was doing a lot of shit to press gwen right he was pretending to be a much better person because he wanted to get the attentions and affections of a woman that he liked but in this moment just like at the end of that episode he says i need to prove something to myself he doesn't realize that gwen is there and watching the entire thing go down he's just following what he believes is the right thing and he outright defies the king in front of his people he doesn't even know that she's still there watching him walk away because he's on his way to daddy to tell him i heard about your tax and i'm not feeling it and when arthur or uther is like are you saying that you're not going to do what i say he says yeah that's exactly what i'm saying and he tells him to get out of his sight merlin is still hiding in cabinets and i'm wondering if they had colostrophy bags back then or if he's just pissing in a bowl or whatever Gwen comes to tell Arthur 
and i thought this was a nice scene that what he did was appreciated and basically i'm proud of you but he feels bad because the tax is still happening but she tells him the people know that you stood against it because he told his father that i am you know you can't do anything without the people we are also here to serve them not just to impose upon their taxes and he wonders if his dad is right that maybe he is being too soft because he can't be a friend to the people as he's doing exactly in this moment right now with guinevere but she tells him that he has a good heart and to never change and arthur's like oh my god i love you so much sir leon comes in to tell him that your father has summoned you to court to basically be humiliated and then disinherited after he says father you taught me to question you and that's what i'm doing and he says get the fuck out merlin though uses some mass uh some magic to because they had made some concoction that's like catnip to trolls and katarina is not able or katrina is not able to resist and she is revealed to everyone at court including uther that she is indeed a very disgusting looking troll but uther is properly enchanted and despite everyone that should realize this and knows this because he's acting really weird uh (laughs) allows him to take his bride away but what can you do i guess because he's the king but the king's son's right there going father this is a troll and for some reason morgana thought the whole entire thing was hysterical which is another really odd reaction they had for morgana they had nothing to do with her for the last few episodes and that was a damn shame so apparently being able to love her in her true form and she ain't gotta pretend to be this ugly ass person or this pretty ass person is enough for the troll to allow uther to consummate consummate the marriage and he was so proud the next day strutting into the court But everyone else, including Sir Leon and Gaius, cannot contain their disgust and mirth over the fact that he just fucked a disgusting, smelling, and looking foul creature. He tells anyone who calls his wife foul will be murdered for treason. Merlin constantly being laughed at by the dragon, and that's not cool, but he gives him what he needs to uh because apparently merlin can't figure shit out even though gaius is right there with him (laughs) looking at all them damn books apparently that oral knowledge cannot be understated but i i kind of see laughing at uther in this situation because he's being completely mocked and considering he just massacred a whole bunch of druids a little little laughing is, is fine Merlin popping up under Arthur's bed. Hello, motherfucker. Like I said, there were some genuine laugh out loud moments because <laughs> he's making these weird noises and then he's just like, hey, I never left. 
he says we need your help to break the enchantment on your father and yeah i'm not gonna say i told you so but basically i told you so and basically because arthur takes a potion to simulate him being dead his father is able to weep over his body and realizes that he loves his son more than any enchantment just like the last enchantment that was placed on arthur with him a love spell apparently true love in this case maternal true love will break it and then the whole entire incident is pulled out of the rug after arthur kills jonas and the farting lady katrina uh when merlin goes for that like this was like the second favorite thing of the episode (laughs) is merlin and arthur talking about him saying i never doubted you and then merlin went for the hug when arthur was going for the pat and he was like whoa whoa what are you doing and he's like oh i thought you were going for a hug he was like no (laughs) and then the slow-mo of their arms dropping as they do the stare off and then arthur has this further disgusted look as he walks away like what the fuck were you thinking i thought it was hysterically done uh bradley does a good job at humor and so does colin yeah i'm calling them by their first names like i know them or some shit But that is the reason why the episode got a little bit more points than than it would have otherwise. Because there were a little bit more meat on the bones that was the troll story. So that is my thoughts on the episode. Let's get into the feedback. shy is up first and she says hey christina well well we are back to talk about adorable merlin for episodes five and six i continue to enjoy the show and love me some merlin of course i love the gwen and and i'm liking wait of course i love gwen and i'm liking arthur's liking arthur more and more i am so sorry but i am intoxicated the weekend what did you think was going to be happening she continues well this was a two-parter and had me dying pretty much the whole time so let's get this feedback started episode five this episode had me cracking up or gross the fuck out the chick that played lady katrina had me cracking up when she would change her mannerisms from the lady katrina to the troll she did a good job for the most part although at times it was a bit over the top for me like that faint she did when she came before Arthur Uther was so dramatic. A moment that cracked me up was when they were eating dinner and Uther was flirting with Lady Katrina. The look on Arthur's face was priceless. <laughs> That's true. Merlin continues to be so fucking extra. I'm sorry, but how are you going to bust in a female's room like that without knocking? Facts. Really? Why would he snoop in someone's room without making sure no one was in there? Let's not even bring up the fact that Merlin is assigned to this woman and he is not a lady's maid. 
Gwen should be the person that is assigned to this troll naturally in this storyline because apparently they could have just said Morgana went on pilgrimage but then why the hell would she not take her maid (laughs) oh Merlin of course I'm like why would the trolls leave the room smelling stank like that that didn't make sense so nobody thinks Jonas looks shady as fuck right like nobody was like who's this dude right here who is always around you not one person i guess him taking a bath and putting on better attire is out of the question i mean he looks funky so we gave uther not listening to gaius as usual he really did love arthur's mother question for the room where are the fucking guards in this episode (laughs) lady katrina just strolling around the palace knocking over shit and nobody comes to inspect then she's walking around in troll form no one noticed really aside from that shouldn't her funky ass give her away that was so fucking nasty her farting and shit in the cave them farting sounds were so nasty well a lady katrina puts a spell on uther and he becomes love struck uther announces his engagement after two days and nobody finds it strange apparently not because according to (laughs) his seed he is powerful and wealthy and that is all that is needed okay i guess courtships go quickly back in the day merlin tries to expose her but that doesn't work out other than to expose him to jonas merlin is usual gullible self and falls for jonas's lies and gets trapped okay merlin i'm gonna need you to be smarter than this he ends up escaping and tries to i guess stop the wedding not quite sure what his plan was again where are the guards he and jonas get into this whole ass fight and nobody checks to see what the fuck is going on <laughs> i know right the whole standoff in the hallway oh the episode was so trash of course merlin defeats jonas but it's too late uther marries the troll i couldn't wait to see everyone's reaction when they found out uther has been bumping uglies with a troll the straight up embarrassment well on to the second part episode six before we get in that i do want to point out that just to add to the commentary (laughs) about that fight scene that was really really funny and the fact that they don't have guards this is why arthur uh, founded the the round table he's like there's not enough fucking knights in camelot because we only ask for people that are of noble blood and apparently it's only 14 guys and look what happens when there's 14 actual knights in camelot we gotta recruit more and that means they need to come from peasant stock it's whoever can guard this place better than it has been all the years of my life she continues well we have lady katrina setting merlin up trying to get rid of him all looking uh, arthur looking out for his buddy helping him escape the palace oh my god this is so fucking gross now she's eating horse shit (laughs) okay i'm done i can't with this chick so lady katrina's next plan is to try and undermine undermine arthur hmm i gotta say she's not stupid ugly as fucking nasty as hell but not stupid why merlin i gotta come up with a new name for him dude is always lurking around somewhere i swear he never seemed to be detected by the non-existent guards this reminds me of star labs i guess it wouldn't be as fun if security was tight 
Uther trying to get in those panties. Nasty ass is not having it. No, she didn't fucking fart and sniff that shit like it was perfume. (laughs) I can't with this character or this episode. Look at Arthur standing his ground, protecting the people of Camelot. I'm sure that will end well. These fucking excuses she be coming up with for not being intimate or blowing her funky ass breath and knocking out Luther. Again, old girl's mannerisms were sending me. What kind of nonsense is happening? Nobody was suspicious of Uther's completely out of character behavior since old girl came on the scene. Now he's disinheriting Arthur. (laughs) I know everyone should have known magic was involved and just been a little bit more proactive. I get it's the king, but I think if Arthur said, you know what, this is a bullshit. You just inherited me and this is ridiculous. I think everyone's going to side with the man they knew for fucking however old Arthur is supposed to be versus this chick that showed up yesterday. I don't give a damn if she is now the queen. (laughs) It doesn't matter. That scene when she was transforming into a troll and the looks on Uther, Morgana, and Arthur's faces were priceless. The farting sounds though. Stop. No, they did not just have him kiss her in troll form the fucking slime make it stop this episode has been crazy this is a crazy um halloween episode for berlin that is for sure guy is conducting an intervention just in case you hadn't noticed that your wife is hideous i thought i would point it out really guys they just now figuring out that uther is under a spell i'm with the dragon the shit is funny thank god there was an end to this craziness of course it involved arthur dying and why would that whole thing go smoothly merlin gets knocked out or gets knocked out the antidote to cure arthur shatters on the floor uther's reaction to finally seeing katrina for who she is and her talking about them sleeping together she's like we shared a bed done so fucking hilarious guard sees it we definitely now know what shy's humor is and i love it it's adorable Jonas and Katrina dying. What the fuck was that? Arthur clowning Uther. The scene or the end scene between Arthur and Merlin was so cute. I'm sorry these episodes had me dying. Not sure if it was meant to be comic relief, but it was for me. But them fart noises were over the top. I didn't need that to know this woman was funky as fuck. I enjoyed six more than five. Definitely laughed a lot more with episode six. I had a long week, so this was a nice, ridiculous episode to take my mind off things. Didn't get a lot of Gwen in these two episodes, although she did have a nice scene with Arthur in episode six. Well, those are my thoughts. Until next time, much love, peace, and black girl magic, queen of the couch. That is Miss Shy. I am so glad she enjoyed these for what these are. This is just not my type of humor. It was just gross, but I've seen it also a lot more times. So that could be it as well. I may have laughed more on my initial reaction. And last but not least, we have Queen Mimi who says, What's up, Stina? These two episodes were mostly focused on Uther, and I'm certain that's why I didn't care much for the storyline. There were a few funny moments, so it's not to say I was bored, but I can guarantee if I ever rewatch the season, I'll skip these two. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I swear after all Gaius has done for Uther, he don't listen to shit he says. 
During this entire episode, no matter what Gaia said to Uther, even when he had fucking receipts, the man just flat out refused to listen to him and it was really annoying. I really can't stand this man. I know Uther is the king, but she's flipping him off with a unicorn. (laughs) Pajamas on. (laughs) I was to the point where I was like, man, just let that troll fucking kill him and be done with it. The asshole don't want to listen to shit you're saying, so just let him die. I was like, guys, tell Arthur to get the will ready. the will reading ready because his dad about to be murdered i know uther was under a spell in the second part so i cut him some slack but at the beginning it was straight up arrogance and stubbornness that prevented him from listening to gaius the funny yeah he really was happy that someone thought he was cute (laughs) the funny moments that stuck out in my head were the almost bro hug between arthur and merlin then the way they looked at each other like what are you doing even though they were both going in for the hug (laughs) i know right (laughs) lol i love 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 when the dragon was clowning uther for batting a troll because seriously i was too and merlin for all his magic is a damn klutz the way he was bumping around and being loud in arthur's room searching for a mare was ridiculous He really needs to get better at being stealthy because I wasn't surprised at all when he woke up Arthur with all that noise he was making. The troll storyline was only vaguely interesting if I'm being honest. The one thing I could have done without was all that damn farting. It was gross. I seriously think it was overused. It made me laugh the first time but after that it was just too damn much. I agree. They should have a limited one per episode in my opinion. Anywho, that's it for me. So until next time, love, hair grease, and black, or hell, love, peace, hair grease, and black on magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. She says, wear your mask. That's exactly what you should be doing out there. My mom's like, oh, I don't want to go to church because I have to wear my mask. I'm like, is it so bad? She's like, it's like the most suffocating thing ever. And I says, you know, we are so fucking spoiled. <laughs> as human beings in america oh my god we cannot do discomfort for shit imagine being in africa right now and you gotta go walk 40 miles for some water you don't get the luxury to be like oh my god this is so uncomfortable it's like no you need to do it to survive suck it up i'm not saying you can't say it's uncomfortable i'm saying if that's the end all and be all or rather now you'll get your ass up and get that religion that you so 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 very need then <laughs> do better and thank you for coming to this TED talk if you want to send feedback to the, for the next episode of vicariously merlin you can send that to blackrocouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast on podbean stitcher itunes spotify and wherever else good podcasts can be found My social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, run over to iTunes, leave a review or rate the podcast. Both do help. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.